to the villain was right the podcast where we look at movies and tv from the villain's perspective and dare to ask were they really all that bad i am your host rebecca reeds and i'm your host craig fay and uh this week we're talking about jurassic park yeah (laughs) that's been stuck in my head for two days oh the soundtrack (laughs) to this movie is so good (laughs) so good everything about this movie is so good yeah it's great this is like uh, this is no this is not gonna be a surprise to anybody listening but this is like one of my favorite movies of all time oh really yeah this is this is my i desperately wanted to uh i this this came out like the perfect time like the, mm, this is 93, 93 so i was like yeah like eight nine years old okay and uh oh man i wanted to go see this in the theater so badly so badly and my parents wouldn't let me because it would be too scary and ah. so i missed it in theaters the first time and like my mom says she regretted it so many times because I was so broken up by it. That's very sweet. Yeah. And they went and got the VHS copy like a year later and like had like a pizza party and I got to like watch it. It was oh, so good. That's such a cute story. Yeah. No, I haven't watched this since I was like, yeah. Well, when it came out, I was three. So that would really right. have an impact on me. But uh, I did watch it when I was like probably like 12, 13, something like that. And I don't think I've watched it since, to oh, be honest really? with you. Yeah, oh, this is this, this is like my a real like, revisit for me. OK, this is my uh, this is like what your matrix was where you wore mm-hmm. it out. And I was like, that's me mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For sure. Well, it was also because I used to have uh, dreams about velociraptors trying to get me. So, oh, yeah. No, I that's that... scary as fuck. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. So that really fed into it. I think of me not watching it anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. So, Still holds up. So who, uh, let's talk about the villains of, and I say villains because I think there's a couple of perspectives here. Right. Uh, what do, what are you feeling on this? So I think, uh, people wrongfully, <laughs> uh, accuse the dinosaurs of being the villain of this. Really? So, well, yeah. So I think, I think so many times, well, the dinosaurs and at the same time, the science. So I'm going to kind yes. of like blend them together where okay. they go like, oh, it keeps coming, it yep. keeps kind of like news stories come out and they're like, uh, you know, oh, we may be able to uh, bring a mammoth back from the dead using mm-hmm. like new genetic techniques. And everyone's like, didn't you see Jurassic Park? Like that's so bad. And I think horseshit. I think horseshit to that. Oh yeah. I don't bring think, them back, baby. I think, I think the dinosaurs were right. So <laughs> 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 I'm going to say, who are you saying is the villain in this? Oh, I got a, I never wrote his name. I just kept writing Newman. <laughs> oh, Dennis Nedry. Dennis. Okay. Dennis. That's good. Thank Nedry. you for No, being. just call him Nedry. Nedry. No, Nedry. Nedry. Yeah. It's always an N last name. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nedry and Newman. Uh, or you can call him Newman too. That's yeah. Fine too. Nedry. All right. Nedry is obviously, I think, I think, the uh, biggest villain here. Yeah. He is obviously the most corrupt, but uh, I could understand a few of the points he was making. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, he wasn't uh, watching this now as, uh, uh, yeah, as a self-employed person. I was like, oh, yeah, no, you're not getting paid enough to do this. Shit. Well, no. OK, yeah. Let's jump right in. Yeah. That scene really stood out to me where he's he's it's right. Uh, it's, it's right before he's going to steal the embryos. Right. Okay? It's right before he, he's about to pop off. He's all nervous. He's sweating like, you know, Newman style. Uh, and he's talking to uh, old white Hammond. man. Hammond. <laughs> this <laughs> Hammond. is my movie. <laughs> yes. OK, perfect. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Uh, Hammond. Um, he's talking to him. And he's like, Nobody else is going to do what I do here. He goes, you're, you have two people. They essentially have two people. If you look at the whole thing, because they have three, three guys in the room, but one of them's just security. Yeah. The game. He's he's not, he doesn't know how this shit works. He's got two programmers for an entire island of. You can run this. Yeah. Like, you can run this park on minimal staff for three days. You think that kind of automation is easy or is, cheap? Or cheap. And this is a guy that's been underpaid. They're underpaid. Do you They're know anybody who can debug two million lines of code for what I bid for this job? Because I know this movie. Yeah. I did not have to rewatch this movie to see it. <laughs> but you did. I did. Anyway, for the pleasure. It's, it's gorgeous. Yeah. So that whole thing, I, like, I really understood that point. I'm like, not that he should have stolen embryos. But uh, that moment, I'm like, yeah, buddy, I could see why you would have a little job dissatisfaction. Right. Yeah. Because like, and that's the thing, like, obviously, 
when we rewatch these movies, you rewatch it from a different perspective because we're trying to like see it from the villain's perspective when we do this podcast, right? Also, we're also adults. Yeah, we're also <laughs> yeah. adults. I mean, <laughs> I have since watched this as an adult, but this time through, it was really interesting because I was like, oh yeah. Uh, I have been in situations where they like fire people or are understaffed and then they're like, you're left and they're like, so you can pick up the rest of their work. And you're like, well, no, fuck you. Yes. This used to be a thing that three people did. And they're like, well, we're just going to have to buckle down and uh, sort of bite the bullet uh, and and work a little harder to get this all done. Go for the team. And you're like. Screw the team. Yeah, fuck the team. I am the fuck team, the bitch. Team. Uh, nobody, no company fucking cares about you. Okay. That is if, factual. Yeah. If, you, if you're like, well, uh, I'm just going to put this out here. If you feel like you owe any company any sort of loyalty and you go, well, I know it would be better if I did this for myself or I'll leave, but I feel like I owe it to them to stay until March or do this or do that or whatever. You do not owe anything anybody no. shit no Mm-mm. corporation Mm-mm. no company Mm-mm. um and and i will say this even the lower they pay you the more they make you feel like that yeah i have a bit about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i don't understand in society where we decided the person that gets paid the least should also get treated the worst it, it's That's awful a, it's a it's a nightmare it's like it's yeah. amazing i showed up today dude like how yeah. do you not recognize this oh yeah for sure like i i I used to work at Blockbuster, mm-hmm. uh, which is where you got movies before the internet, kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, it was so weird because literally, it, not a hard job, right? There's like things no. you had to learn, yeah. but like so many people could do the job that I did, mm-hmm. right? And finding someone to cover a shift was the hardest thing in the world. And it was all on me, right? Yeah. And then I went and got a job and I worked as an engineer, where I was the only person who knew what was going on in this particular project, right? Yeah. Only person in the entire company. And I'm just like, oh, by the way, I'm just going to take Friday off. And they're like, fine. Perfect. Go and see. I'm going to take away on vacation for two weeks. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, that's what you're you the do. only person who can do your job. So we let you do whatever, whatever you, you want. want. Whereas the opposite is not true, which is, it's insane. It's insane. Anyway. That's a that's a bit of <laughs> old job rage coming back here. Yeah, so I totally, as somebody who works and has worked those jobs, I got his point of view on this. Yeah, you're not giving me the resources I need to do my job. You're not paying me enough, right? And he, and uh, and what I, my favorite thing is uh, Hammond. Did you say? Yeah, yeah, Hammond. John Hammond. Um, he he at one point he did something that I fucking hate that rich people do because this guy's rich as hell oh he's not, cloning not, dino- no yeah. he's, he's talking about the zoo he owns in kenya yeah this guy is rich as hell has talked about how he's hired famous actors to do the voices spared no spared, he, he says spared no expense about three four times in this movie and at no point does he say that about the people that are programming his motherfucking park. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> at no point does he say that to this man. And he does something there where he goes, uh, he goes, don't bother me with your money problems, which means that Newman has art of Newman. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I will I not have this conversation with you again. Again, which says. means yeah. that he's already talked to him about this. Been like, hey, I'm not getting paid enough. Like, you need to help me out more. Like, I need more money than this. Yeah. And he's gone poo-poo. Like, no, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. Well, and, he, it, and uh, Nedry even says at the beginning when he's meeting with Dotson. Dotson, we got Dotson here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody, Nobody cares. cares. <laughs> um, and he goes, uh, don't cheap out on me, Dotson. Uh, that was Hammond's mistake. Yes. That's what got me into this situation. And this is, again, a man that said, can you imagine as an employee having him say that in front of you, I've spared no expense. This is one of his catchphrases. I'm sure he says this day in, day out. I would snap too. Spare no expense. Spare no expense. I feel like I'm fine. (laughs) You spared some expense. There are some expenses expenses spared. And I think that's like very telling as to like who he is. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I want you to see the, the, uh, the uh, the the spectacle of it but i don't want you i don't actually need to do this i i mean there is an argument that you could maybe uh, say that this project has cost more than he wants and he's horribly overextended you know and literally can't afford other things right now but like 
dude, you got you got to pay for some shit when yeah, you're, you're that, running a dinosaur park. That control room looked like it was built for 20 people. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. <laughs> you got two dudes, two dudes on two there. computers. To be fair, I will say this. The park hasn't opened yet. Yeah. Um, they d- evacuated the island because of the storm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's my only defense. The, but they need more. They need more staff for and sure. Yeah, staff and why up. would your security all rest? The the only person that knows how this completely operates and how to do it and how to do anything with it is a single individual. Well, so yeah. like, let's not even pre- let's pretend that uh, that this guy is pure. He's good. He's good. He's nice. He's whatever. He goes out and gets, I don't know, say, eaten by a velociraptor, which is completely plausible in this universe. It has happened before. It <laughs> literally happened a few days prior. Yeah, the opening scene. <laughs> that guy gets eaten. Y'all fucked. Okay, yeah. You guys well, are I, screwed immediately. Well, and uh, so I'll, uh, yeah, let's backtrack a bit for that. So it's not that, like, he's the only one who knows how to run it, because Ray knows mm. how to run it, too, right? Uh, yes. Um, um, what he's done is he's hacked it, right? Yes. So he created a computer program to turn everything off. But I think it's worth noting, so Dennis Nedry, it is not his intention to shut everything down, okay? He didn't expect, one, that there would be people visiting the island, okay? Yes. He did not expect there to be a hurricane that yes. came through the island. So what he did is he had timed himself an 18-minute window where he just goes, gets the thing, drives it to the dock, and drives back. Because of the hurricane... He altered the program to shut down the main fences, and he did the the uh, he did the straight through the park. Mm-hmm. So he took a shortcut by deactivating all the fences. Yes. So he just did that because of the storm. His original plan was not to disrupt anything. anything. Yeah, right? that's a great point. Yeah, at no point was that his intention was to you know let shit fly. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't to necessarily let the dinosaurs out, but yeah. he needed to deactivate those fences so he could get through the park. He wanted to get paid. There is also something to be said about um, fucking sharing information. This is the only guy on the planet that's apparently able to reproduce extinct life, and he's guarding it with his entire life, like yeah. my precious. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is mine and only mine. Well, and it's it does. That's yeah, and that's what I mean is supposed to be the villain of this movie, right? Like it's it's basically Jurassic Park is supposed to be a modern Frankenstein, right? Which is a modern mm-hmm. da- island of Doctor Monroe. It's it's a it's that famous tale of like science has gone too far, right? Mm-hmm. Frankenstein. It was like they'll use electricity to bring people back from the dead, and then we're <laughs> like, yeah, we call that a defibrillator. Yeah, now. It's we did great. that. It's we super. It. It's we all agree it's super nice. And they're like, uh, they'll you combine humans with animals? It's like no, like like what they were afraid of in that in in Island Doctor Moreau was vivisection, because the people started cutting open animals. Yeah, and like. And people are like, no, you can't, you can't do autopsies. You can't cut people open. What's next? Someone will uh, attach a monkey tail to a man. And it's like, and this is supposed to be like, ooh, look at genetic engineering. It's mm-hmm. run amok. They'll create monsters that'll eat us all. But at no point is it because of the genetic engineering that any of this happens. Yes. Yeah, like, it's all it's all external stuff. <laughs> like it's all like humans fucking up. <laughs> right. Well, it's all it's all a bad park. The real, yes. the real villain of this movie is computers, the- if you look at it. I thought you were going to say theme parks, and I'm like, yeah, buddy. No, I'm here theme for parks, you. too. <laughs> but it's, it's computers, right? The, yeah. what, what makes everything go awry? The computers go down. Mm-hmm. The fact that they have no backups. What makes uh, the Velociraptors get out? They have to reboot the computers. It's, it's all of... The, the, the actual villain of this movie is is that we rely too much on computers and computers will steer us wrong. Mm, that's a great point. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It was early 90s. So that's but, pretty much how how that thing was rolling at but, that point. But for everyone to be like, what, you didn't see Jurassic Park? The dinosaurs will eat us. You go, no, that wasn't the message of Jurassic Park. The message no. of Jurassic Park was have backups to your systems. Plus they even state that um, if... The dinosaur, like they've already put in precautions on the dinosaurs, where if they don't get certain, I think they say like certain like amino acids or the something like that. They um, <laughs> they they go into a coma. Yeah, 
They're not supplied by lysine, by us. They slip yeah. in their and die. It's a soft spread. Man. Yeah. So that's a, okay. So uh, I don't want to geek out too hard on this, but like, do it, Craig. Uh, we love when you so, do that. So in the book, it was far more explicit how that backfired or, oh, or how it didn't okay. work. Okay. So in the book, the 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 main villain really is genetic engineering, mm-hmm. where they overreach and they do some crazy shit, and they're like, "Oh, the animals will never get off the island." And the book opens with the animals have gotten off the island. Mm. There's dinosaurs running around attacking pregnant women and stuff like that on the mainland of Costa Rica. So they've already gotten through and they're like, oh, the lysine contingency will stop them. If they are not provided by this, they'll get it. And it's like, oh, the, the quote, right, life will find a way. It's like they've gotten off the island and somehow they're finding a way to supplement that in their diet. Yes. So they're still spreading and it didn't, whatever you tried to do to control it isn't a big deal. They also make a bigger deal of the fact that they're breeding because... Well, I think that's a really, I, I think they make an important deal of that in the movie too. They mention it, but they're more like, ah, see, he was right. Life will find a way. But the, the thing about them breeding in the book was um, they are able to reproduce and we don't know what their numbers are because they're actually too small to track Yes. And that's how they're getting off the island. Ah, I see. Because they're get they're the smaller dinosaurs and they're stowing away like rats on the ship and getting to the mainland. So it's like it's like it all it kind of works a little better. But yeah, in the movie there's like ah, computers. <laughs> Don't yeah. trust computers, right? But it's like um like they're when they're in the meeting and he's trying to get people to be on his side. He's like, no, like tell me I'm right, tell me I'm right. Yeah, <laughs> which is a very weird scene. Uh, and the only one that agrees with him is the lawyer. Yeah, the guy um, on my side is a blood sucking lawyer. Yeah, um, he he talks about like they talk about how he's playing God. They're like, you're playing God. Like this is this is inappropriate. You can't be doing this. And it's right. like, well, I mean. Eh, I could see that as an argument, but if you say that we play God every day exactly. in so many capacities, and so like uh, they're coming out with fucking CRISPR babies now, like we yeah. <laughs> now I'm not saying I necessarily agree with that, but uh, or not that I disagree with it either. I, I'm uh, I'm interested. Let's say that. <laughs> well, and it's it's uh, it's. Well, I mean, and this goes even further back. So I said it's the modern-day Frankenstein, but Frankenstein was the modern-day Prometheus, right? Where yes. it's like the flame that will burn the world down, mm-hmm. or whatever, right? We, the gods gave the flame to humans or whatever. It's, it's, people have feared this about every piece of technology that we've ever invented, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? True. Like, it's just like, what if, uh, if we can, uh, well, like nuclear energy, it's like, well, we'll blow up the world. And like, granted, that was, that came pretty close. Yeah. Uh, or like, um, well, you could, I feel oh, like- locomotives. Like if we can, fl- if God intended us to fly, he would have given us wings, you know? like say something like that. Like, well, if he wanted us to have spoons, they'd be attached to our hands. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> just shove it in your mouth. Like, yeah. So every technological advancement has been heralded as the end of civilization as we know it. Yeah. Like reading was like, well, kids don't have to memor- memorize oral stories anymore. They can mm-hmm. just read it. And that was like going to ruin kids. You and know who I mean? knows? Maybe dinosaur meat is delicious. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can you imagine? It's like, it turns out uh, we started farming them because we thought people would like to see dinosaurs. But it turns yeah. out they just make one hell of a great hamburger. I believe it. I mean, they're mostly birds, right? Yeah, they'd probably ah, be pretty that's good. That's true. Yeah, like T Rex. Well, that, that's funny now is because now because it's about, been they're probably proven further. To yeah. yeah, it's like they had like feathers and like stuff like that. Yeah, which I which pulled me out a bit because we know that now. But at the same time, I kept telling myself, I'm like, but they were crossed with a frog. They were crossed with a frog. They were crossed with a frog. Yeah, that it still can I can still bridge this mental gap. Yeah, and actually, uh, as bad as Jurassic World was, oh. uh, they did have a great line in there that sort of explained it. Where oh, they okay. go, yeah, we didn't engineer dinosaurs to be dinosaurs. Like, they actually yeah. were. We designed, we genetically engineered them to be what people wanted to see as dinosaurs. And what we think they are. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. And I was like, okay, that's why you can have a T-Rex that doesn't have a, a, a like a rooster yeah. thing on its head. The 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 wobble or whatever. Oh, you yeah. know, like, they're like, Yeah. My favorite part of that movie, because there were that was a bad movie, but yeah. it had one or two parts where I was like, "That's fucking hilarious." Uh, my favorite part is when they're getting attacked by pterodactyls, and they're you know when they're 
um, all on the, uh, what is it, like the Bay Area kind yeah, of thing yeah, where yeah. there's like all the restaurants and everything like that. And all these pterodactyls are coming down attacking them. And out of the corner of the screen, if you look specifically, there's a guy that picks up both of his margaritas and starts running with them. Fantastic. <laughs> I just think that's the funniest fucking thing. That's me on vacation. <laughs> just, oh shit, I'm gonna die. Better take the margaritas. <laughs> and they're just sloshing. All- oh god. Oh yeah. Oh, I the love priorities, that so people. Priorities. You can't get <laughs> fruit flavored ice and rum anywhere else. <laughs> Save uh, it from the dinosaurs. Yeah, that made me really happy. Um, that and the teenager that they had uh, cast that was uh, operating the ride. <laughs> Oh. his amount of displeasure in that moment. I was like, that's one of the best actors I've ever fucking seen in my life. Yeah. Well, speaking of acting, actually, in this movie, one thing I loved watching it this way through is sort of the nonchalant acting that they do, where it's like, where it's just like somebody's talking in the, the uh, someone's just like, like, like the best example I can be is like when he shows up in the helicopter and uh, Hammond's like, no, 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 no. Don't mind me. I know my way around a kitchen. Yeah. Like it's such a it seems like such a natural thing that I've never noticed it before. And I'm like, man, that really adds to a lot of stuff. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? Just like these weird background, like kind of seemingly everyday kind of things. And this really far fetched premise of a movie like kind of <laughs> helps ground it pretty well. I liked it. No, it does. I find it. I find it believable. Like not believe. You know what I mean. Like the characters it's, work. It's um, it's 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 plausible to a certain degree. Not not the full scale that it is. But I do believe that there are people out there right now trying to reproduce things that are dead. Yeah. I think they're trying to do that with mammoths and stuff right yeah. now. Yeah. And I say get it done. Yeah. I want to see a mammoth. We couldn't do it in 1993, but that's fine. You know? Yeah, I think it's, we can do it well now. Yeah, we could f- fucking figure that out. <laughs> and we could build a better park, too. I don't even... Here's the, here's where I think the, the movies kind of forks off for me because I'm totally behind the science of getting these things up, right. but I don't think that should have ever been a theme park that should be a place of science and let's study and observe and see why these animals are sick or what's going on can we contain this ecosystem what can we do my first thought wouldn't be hey let's put a couple of rinds in here (laughs) like (laughs) you know what animals love roller coasters that'll really chill out these uh 600 ton yeah carnivores just a rumbling thing next to their cage every day it's 1993 like these guys are literally in in this in this war oh shit (laughs) in this world i'm getting so passionate (laughs) hitting microphones uh, hitting mics um we're we're watching the most advanced science go down in the world at the current point yeah and your idea is how do we monetize this to be family friendly fun right yeah there's probably a few steps between we can replicate a life form yeah and turn that into a theme park absolutely yeah i honestly if it was today's society i tell you i swear to god the first thought would be how does that taste (laughs) 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 i think that's gonna be the first job triceratops yeah something like that brontosaurus burger perhaps um yeah no for sure and they'd be like oh it's all lab grown yeah (laughs) totally totally legit um but yeah i just want to talk again about how poorly operated this park is okay Mm. because like okay if you they have zero contingency plans yeah you know what i mean like they don't have a national guard on speed dial they don't have they don't have have nothing they don't even have really like nobody gets a gun until like <laughs> Three the last, quarters of the yeah. way through the movie yeah yeah until the velociraptors get up no one bothers to get a gun okay that's insane <laughs> okay uh, it i guarantee you if the toronto zoo if a tiger gets out they have a way oh they got a plan they've got a plan yeah i don't think they want it to get out i don't think it you know, I think it might cause some trouble if it got out, but mm-hmm. they have a way to deal with that, right? If we walk out of this apartment, there's a diagram in the hall showing us where the fire exits are. And I know how to get in and out of this fucking building because I've been here. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course there should be a plan. Yeah. And, ah, yeah. Like, okay. 
yeah, it's so ridiculous. Like, and even let's just look at the the opening scene, right? Mm. Like, just from a workplace hazard safety standpoint, okay? Yeah. So, okay, this this place is fully automated, right? This place, computers run mm-hmm. everything here. For some reason, they're moving around a fully grown velociraptor in a cage on a forklift, right? They wheel it up, and then they have people. Yep. People go to the cage <laughs> and shove it forward until it locks in a gate. Okay. Then they get a guy to go up on top of the cage mm-hmm. where he can fall into the 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 Velociraptor pen and l- physically lift a gate up over his head. Yes. To let the Velociraptor in a place where every single door has been automated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> every other door is automated except for this one really important one. And what does he do? He falls into the Velociraptor pit and gets eaten. Yes. Right. Okay. First of all, you know how you can raise a door, uh, a motor, a lever. Uh, there's a, there's or a million the ways way where you all don't... of the other doors are operating. Yeah. <laughs> Have the swing open like this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's. And then he gets eaten, and then they're shocking this animal, and, and at no point is it enough to stop him. It's like, did you not know how much voltage it takes to take down this thing? And why, at that point, don't you just be like, okay, shotgun, boom, you're dead? Because it wasn't, um, I think the main security guy, he's like yelling, Muldoon, like, shoot, yeah, shoot, it, her, shoot, shoot her, shoot her, shoot her. <laughs> why didn't I hear a single gun go off? I think you do hear that at the end. At the very end? Yeah. Well, the guy's already half in. He's yeah, dead. he's dead. Yeah. He, he, he's dead. <laughs> you could probably just not shoot it at that point and let it go with that dead guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got to eat. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, you know what I mean? It's just like such a hazardous workplace uh, to be in. And like. Yeah. I wonder how you would how you would describe that job on like Kijiji or something. Yeah, wanted <laughs> wanted uh, adventurous. <laughs> likes working with animals, not afraid of large creatures. But uh, to drive the point home, this park would have had all the same problems if it had used modern animals in its place. If instead of the velociraptors, mm. you had tigers, right? Yeah. Instead of like. You know, obviously there's nothing as big as a T-Rex, but if you had like a fucking angry elephant, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Juiced up elephant. Yeah. Like like one who's like pissed off. Like an elephant can fuck up a car. Oh, yeah. I love watching videos of uh, elephants fucking up a couple of cars. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They rampage, right? Yeah. Yeah. They fucking go for it. Yeah. You're right. I mean, this isn't any different. Well, any different. (laughs) It's a bit different. But uh, what I find astonishing is just it it seems like this guy is only scientific to the point of fun. (laughs) Where the actual applications of this would be crazy and vast and what have you. Like if he was a if these were actually in my mind, again, I'm not a scientist, but if you have these animals that you're fostering, having them grow up, they're evolving, you're you're working with them. Wouldn't you just kind of have one of each until you figure out how it works? One would assume. You would go, okay, well, the Triceratops keeps getting sick. Let's try and figure out how we rectify this so we don't pour a bunch of funds into making more Triceratops that are going to end up sick. Yeah, they, and I mean, they can't be cheap animals, right? No, <laughs> I assume not. I mean, they let a guy die so they didn't have to shoot one of them. Right. <laughs> The guy was probably like, oh, man, I'm just going to have to have a big meeting about how much money I wasted. I'm just going to let this guy go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they're worth millions each. But, yeah, and the, they're also horribly treated animals. Yeah, they're not. It's like nobody consulted uh, somebody who knows dinosaurs. Well, I mean, and I mean, that's sort of uh, Grant and Ellie's point, which is at no point do you know how these will act in a modern environment or, or how to take care of them or anything like that? Like it's, it's foolish to think that. So like, that's pretty well done, but like clearly they have, have these animals living for some period of time, right? It's not like every day they're creating a new T-Rex or something. Like yeah. That. Like, I think they're a little further on in that regard mm-hmm. than, uh, they may be let on, but yeah, it's like, but, but here's what gets me is the, the dinosaurs are so vicious and attack things so much 
predators don't generally do that. Like they'll attack you if they're threatened, mm. which I think when the T-Rex first attacks the cars, it definitely feels threatened. It's like a fucking cat. You know what I mean? Like you're shining lights at it. It's like, what's oh, going yeah. on? That makes sense. What's going on? Fuck off. You're in my territory. Go away. Um, but then like it just keeps attacking and trying to eat things. Right, like the Gallimimus yeah. and that thing, and it's like attacking the Velociraptors. But like, you know, a big predator like that would probably hunt one thing a day and then go rest. Yeah, you know what I mean, like a lion or something like that, where they would like have a big kill and then they'd be like, "Now nah, I'm gonna power down because my body is huge and I got to use a lot of muscles to get everything done." That means they're not feeding these animals well enough. Yeah, or not. Yeah, not properly. At you least. know what I mean? Yeah. I love that though cuz I I was thinking about it cuz when uh when uh Nedry dies. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about it and I'm like, "You know what? If I was going to go, getting eaten by a dinosaur is fucking awesome." <laughs> <laughs> like I mean that's, that's dope. I mean, how many people say they went out that way? None. Yeah, no, like nobody in the nobody. history of civilization ever and he's in a car that, that's awesome you know what i mean except for the the lawyer guy because it goes cool and then bad it's like well how did he die he got eaten by a t-rex oh that's awesome well he was on the toilet <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh not so awesome <laughs> i don't know oh i i agree it's cool sounding on a tombstone like if you walk through a uh graveyard and were like eaten by a dinosaur yeah. you'd be like god damn uh, <laughs> but i don't think i'd want to be eaten alive by a dinosaur i think but, it'd be pretty quick no oh do you, okay a t-rex yeah t-rex yeah velociraptor well velociraptor they say specifically it is not quick it's well like, yeah it's like cat-like yeah almost they, where it's like i'm gonna play with you <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna cut your jugular i'm just gonna start eating you while you're still alive uh, is what they say about the Velociraptor. And they say about the Dilophosaurus, too, the one that got Nedry, it goes, the poison paralyzes the victim so they can eat at their leisure. So you're not dead Ooh. when they die either. Good point. These are not good ways to die. T-Rex, though. I'm still on T-Rex. Yeah. T-Rex, I mean, that's a two-bite endeavor. I think you're probably That's, that's done. one down the torso. That's one. You're, you're in the gut. You're done. Yeah. yeah. He'll pick you up. He'll shake you. Your Yay, legs will fly off. Good. I guess. Ah. Could be okay. Of all the dinosaurs I would like to be killed by, I think a T-Rex. T-Rex, that's how, the, yeah, the, the king. Yeah. I want to. That's wanna, the fucking these dinosaur. Punk, these punk ass little dinosaurs. I want the king man to take me out. Yeah. What about Triceratops? Like a Triceratops could fuck you up. Mm, to me, that's, uh, it is still cool, but I would say it's, st- it's on the level of like being killed by like a, by like an elephant or a rhinoceros. Yeah, rhinoceros. It's like yeah, a rhinoceros to me, where I'm like, yeah, it's kind of dope. You Somebody's got gored like, to death. Yeah, you got gored to death by a rhinoceros. I'd be like, well, yeah, you probably yeah, had that probably, coming. He's probably living a life. <laughs> <laughs> you had that coming. Yeah, yeah. You got gored to death by one of those. You got a little too close. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's talk about the uh, the fucking doctor uh, and the, <laughs> the way he is with these children. <laughs> Oh, Grant? <laughs> yeah, doc, yeah, Dr. Grant. Um, first of all, is is that one little boy an alley cat? <laughs> because I don't think I've ever seen anyone almost die that much and then actually do die and then somehow get back to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets into uh, he gets into the first car wreck essentially where the like the T-Rex, T-Rex is- ravishes the car. Right. Then it gets thrown, thrown off. Yep. He gets thrown off, okay, into a tree still in the car, still alive. He then gets out of the car, and then the tree, the car gets thrown onto him. Yeah. Okay, and then he later gets electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. Um, which also, Dr. Grant thinks it's appropriate in the middle of this entire scare thing to try and pretend that he's being electrocuted at one point, which is the most inappropriate. Not a good time for that joke, buddy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you guys almost got you're you're in the middle of a These dinosaur children park. are traumatized. Traumatized. Like this is therapy forever. Okay, this, if we make it out alive, it's therapy forever on I hope grandpa's dime because uh bitch you better be paying. Okay. Uh <laughs> yeah. And you're pretending as the only person that can really help them here, you're pretending you're about to die. Great. 
Hilarious, Fuck Grant. You. Hilarious. Wow. <laughs> what a dick. I couldn't. That was one moment where I had to pause it. I was like, you cunt. <laughs> it's too much. It's yeah. too much. Is well, and and the weird thing is, is there becomes this like two worlds. There's there, there's the world inside the movie, right? And then there's us as audience members. Yes. And us as audience members need a laugh to break tension in there. Mm-hmm. But it's like. At no point do any of those would any of those characters be cracking jokes. You know what I mean? No, in, these, not in those situations. These kids are in a life or death situation. You know what I mean? Like I don't think fucking Patch Adams is coming into the kids' hospital being like, "Oh, there's a knife stuck in me. Somebody help!" Yeah, like, that's not how this works, my friend. <laughs> these are children. I know it's established that he doesn't really like children, and, and she likes children, and she's like, "Ooh, go so we can have children together." I think that's the. Yeah. Pretty obvious. Wink, wink. We know what's he going learns here. to like children throughout it, and by like children, he means take responsibility for them and ensure they don't die, which is a long way from liking and yeah. wanting children. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah, that's like, oh, I'm the only adult who can help children not die. Mm-hmm. Is more of a moral position to take rather so. than a. I guess I'm ready to have kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If like anything- if. if you would you would expect after that life or death experience to go, maybe I shouldn't have kids because I don't want anyone to experience this. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to bring up kids in a world where dinosaurs are real again. Yeah, and could get off the island. Yeah. <laughs> and do later on in uh, Jurassic Lost World. Oh, I actually never here. watched the rest of them. Yeah, you're Should not I nice watch one. the rest of them, Craig? Nah, you're all right. <laughs> Gotta, I mean, the second one. Feeling. The second one had some pretty cool action scenes, mm. and the uh, but it gets so fucking ridiculous. Near oh, the end. so it's like the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, no, it's where like the uh, the second, like in the end of the second one, uh, the T Rex gets loose in San Diego, and it makes no sense. Mm. It makes zero sense how it got there, and like it just fall. It becomes a whole different movie. Like the the original movie, like. The, the movie that they'd been making up to that point ends, and then for, like, 30 minutes, they do, like, another T-Rex in San Diego movie. It's oh, super okay. weird. Uh, and then the third one, to its credit, what I would say is they took the best unused action scenes from the first two books. So whatever the f- action scenes were in the novels that didn't make it to the movies, they basically compiled into another movie. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and it, so that's why it kind of worked, okay. right? Like there's there's a rafting scene where they get attacked by pterodactyls in the first book that yeah. didn't make it to the Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, we needed more pterodactyls in yeah. the first movie. Well, there were none. The, yeah, there was literally none. So then they show them in the in Jurassic Park 3, and they basically do the scene as it was described in Jurassic Park 1. Yeah. yeah. Pterodactyls are dope. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They're, they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. They got that long, like, they look like uh, like they're going to just collect fruit on their beak. Yeah. Love, just like, like a cartoon. I love it. Uh, I do not know. Why, um, what's a, what's the woman's name? Uh, uh, uh Ellie. Ellie? Yeah. Ellie Sattler. At no Doctor point. Sattler. Why does this bitch not put on a pair of pants at any point in this fucking movie? <laughs> <laughs> if, if I'm, if I'm going out in a hurricane, okay. Or if I'm going out where this is a place where there's new plants, poisonous plants, um, things that can bite me. Um, I don't know what the bug situation is here, but I don't think it's th- bad. It's bad. I'm assuming bad. Okay. Yeah. This bitch is not, it's just shorts front to back. If I'm re-entering into, if I'm like, okay, we're going to go save these guys. I'm putting on a pair of cargo I would pants. Agree, I would agree with that. Yeah. At that point she might change. Although at that point they may not have access to their rooms. You know what I mean? Like they are certainly in, uh, crisis mode at that point i have a, I, have a, I just have a her deep, day, i have a deep problem with this fashion choice fair enough it's her like, day started with just i'm taking a nice tour around a tropical island to be fair and yeah. escalated very quickly from there it's like volleyball and jeans it's like yeah. i know you can do it but there's smarter things there's smarter things yeah <laughs> or alternatively everybody's wearing shorts yeah right ian malcolm uh, is in all black. He's wearing like a black leather vest and like black pants. <laughs> 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 he's got to be sweating like crazy. Are you kidding me? Goldblum's gl- great. He's great. He's he's one of the best parts of this movie and yes. that's, that's saying a lot. 
Life uh, finds, finds a way. way. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, I think this is the most gold bloomy movie I would, ever. I would also, with with the subcategory of Independence Day right underneath it. Oh, he had a good run in 93, he, 94, right? Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, he did. Uh, he was the ca- I loved a uh, man. My my dad watched Independence Day. Like I'm not saying it's a great movie, okay? It, yeah, but I will say I watched it probably about 200 times. Oh, that speech is like it's oh, all right about it. It's the yeah. dumbest thing in the world. Oh, I love the whole thing though. But it's so fun. Gold it wor- it strangely great. works. It does. It does strangely work because I think I don't know. I I think it was accurate in how much chaos it would actually be. Yeah. Where I'm like, where this is just a fucking train wreck Nobody front to back. what's going on. Yeah. Plus, it's got... Kind of, I think sometimes we forget that we're watching action movies, okay? You have to kind of lower the, the bar here a little bit as far as dialogue and acting goes. Like, sure. I want to hear the cheesy... That's what I'm here for! Yeah. When they're smoking the cigars in the ship and they're like, oh, you know, fat lady's gonna sing. Like, that whole thing. I loved it. I love all of that. Yeah, it's it's a popcorn movie. Yes. And, uh, it's, and I, I, think, I think if you put, like, say, Jurassic Park, Park up against... Uh, Independence Day. Oh, it's a better movie. It's a better movie. Yes. It's better acted. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, it's cool action. Yes. But if I just want to sit down and watch Will Smith punch an alien. Mm. Can't and Gold get Bloom wrong. be Gold Bloom. Oh, Gold Blooming it up. <laughs> Holy cow. No, I I mean, I think I think I still got to go with Jurassic Park as I, I Gold Bloom just I because would. of the number of memes. Mm. Like but, uh, but I'm the saying sexy close Gold Bloom, like yeah. <laughs> with the shirt, like that is that is. By the way, that is Jeff Goldblum being critically injured. <laughs> that is Jeff Goldblum being like, I've had to tear my shirt open because I've been attacked by T Rex. They've broken my leg in half. I'm on morphine. I'm sweating like crazy because I'm dying. Yeah. And he's just somehow made that the sexiest thing in the world. He it's, was uh, sexy for, he had a, he's still a little sexy. I mean, that's what I've heard. He I is, think. But he's like, uh, he's gotten to that point where I can tell how rich he is, if that makes any sense. Okay. You get, you, you get a certain look about you where it's almost, to me, you're too put together. Like you can afford not to age? Yeah, you kind of <laughs> look like, um, he, he, to me, like when he gets all dressed up in a suit and he looks really slick and everything like that, he kind of looks like uh, what people uh, envision the future to be. You know what I mean? Like they're a little, they're a little more high fashion. It's kind of like in the Hunger Games where mm. what people would do to separate themselves and show that they have wealth and kind right. of vision they, and stuff like yeah. that. Like he's, he almost looks a little too eccentric. That's what I want. Okay. That's a little too I eccentric, want. but also Jeff Goldblum in a pair of jeans is eccentric. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Yeah. Uh, he has a very eccentric style body. I saw a uh, great tweet on Twitter. I, don't, I have no clue if it's true or maybe I'm just perpetuating a lie, but someone went up to a guy at a party and he's like, oh man, like you look so much like Jeff Goldblum. That's crazy. And the guy goes, really? Who's Jeff Goldblum? I've never heard of him before. And he like pulls up a phone and like shows him a picture of Jeff Goldblum. He goes, oh, that's really, uh, that guy's really handsome. Thank you very much. (laughs) And he like walks away and then a friend comes and he's like, why were you talking to Jeff Goldblum? (laughs) (laughs) So it was actually Uh, Jeff Goldblum. That sounds right though. That really sounds right. (laughs) Yeah. You want to believe stories like that about celebrities, right? Oh yeah. Plus I don't think you're spreading anything nasty if you're wrong. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's an adorable story. Yeah. (laughs) Like people ask me if it's gold blum or gold bloom, and I say, Why are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah, he's he's great. Why he's great. Why are you talking, talking to, to me? Um, yeah, it's uh, he's he's great in this, and like, oh man, just so many great lines. Well, like, yeah, it was so. What do you think the limit is? Uh, where like, where would you start setting the limit of science? Because that's kind of the conversation here, right? Right. It's like what, w- how far is too far? When is, uh, like, yeah, like when should we stop ourselves? Yeah. When, yeah. When should we ask should we rather than can we? Like what do you, um, when do you think that point is? Okay, this is, I mean, this is a really tough one. This is like, this yeah. is like deep, like scientific <laughs> philosophy here, which is like, okay, um, 
okay, so humans be, humans discovered fire, right? And then for many generations, we burned our villages down, <laughs> right? Like it got ah, out of control and like it did this. And eventually we learned to control fire pretty decently. Mm-hmm. And we know that there's like things that don't catch on fire and stuff like that. But at the same time, we still have fires, right? We still have fire crews and stuff like that. Yeah. Human beings discovered nuclear power, right? Mm-hmm. We created nuclear weapons, which were horrible. And generally, nuclear power is pretty safe, but... We've also had nuclear plants melt down and spill radiation to the earth. So it's like everything that we, every new technology that we create mm-hmm. inv- invariably gets away from us and causes the damage that it's going to cause. Right? So I don't think, so it's weird in that like, you're talking about like CRISPR babies and stuff like yeah. that. It's like, yeah, I absolutely. I think at some point what's going to happen with genetic engineering as much as we're like, no, no, we can control it. It's safe. It's going to get out and cause some horrible problem. Um, but we're not going to know that we didn't control it until it happens. Mm. The problem in it is, is the amount of power that we're working with and the potential for damage is just gets bigger and bigger, right? Like you discover fire and you can burn down a few houses or, you know, your wood, wood house with like, you know, thatch roof and stuff like that, but you're not going to burn down the whole country. You know, you have a nuclear bomb that goes off, you could burn down a whole country, right? You have you start tampering with the DNA of life and how things propagate and stuff like that, you could screw up the entire human race forever. Mm. You know what I mean? So like the, it's, it's a, I don't know. It's, it gets deep. It gets real deep. So I don't, I don't think you can ask when should we stop? Because I don't think we ever are going to stop. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be a movie for sure, though. Like in a world where everybody's a CRISPR baby, except for probably like a tribe of people that were like, we were the originals. We just keep reading <laughs> the same way. Yeah. And in some way, they're probably the best. <laughs> it, it, it's well, always- it's Gattaca. I've never seen Gattaca. Oh, it's worth a it's worth oh, a watch. Oh, is that Gattaca? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta Gattaca, watch that. They test everybody for genetic superiority, and this guy oh. like uh, infiltrates them like by figuring it out ways. Okay. To basically become the only time I've ever heard of that movie is uh, Did you ever watch The League? Yeah. yeah. It was about fantasy football. Yeah, 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 one yeah, of the yeah, characters yeah. is playing paintball and he just starts saying, Gattaca, Gattaca. And he turns around and he's like, I don't think you know what that movie is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. No, Gattaca's worth, Gattaca's worth a watch. Okay. Another kind of like 90s genetic engineering. But that was more like, to what end will it do humanity, not monsters eating us in our sleep? My favorite when we you go back and watch 90s movies is... Uh, what they think advanced technology will look like. Yeah. <laughs> well, even in the, even in this movie, they're like, ooh, a Linux system. And yeah. they're like, she's like, scr- I was like, computers do not work like yeah. this. <laughs> computers do too. not work like but this. But I don't know enough about computers to know they don't work that way. So at the same time, I'm like, it doesn't seem right, but I also don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Where it's like, you know, old movies are like, well, if you need to get a file, it'll be like, like you have to go into the computer and get a file. I was like, nobody wants to do it. That way. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but that's kind of my Craig Fay uh, rule of science fiction is never show the computers. Oh yeah, that's a great point. Because you ever have? Did you, have you watched Alien, the original Alien? Yes. So at one point, that other than this scene, this mm. movie holds up so well visually and stuff like that. You're like, yeah, that looks like that would be a spaceship, and yeah, that looks like oh yeah, it looks that'd great. Be an alien. Even the Alien looks great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there's one point where she goes in and asks a computer a question, and it's an entire room mm. that she has to sit in as their computer, and she asks it a question, and it like types it out. It makes noises typing it out, and it's that like yellow, not yellow, sorry, the green uh, digital thing that it like is typing out. It's like and I'm like, just do the Star Trek. You know what I mean? Computer, what's the answer to this? Yeah, Star Trek was great for that. Never show the computer. Nothing will age your sci-fi movie quicker than showing a computer. That's just that's a, that's good advice, Craig. Yeah, <laughs> that is good advice. I loved Star Trek because the switch there was. Uh, do you remember the time period where you were watching Star Trek, going, "Wow, like 
it, video phone call, like uh, video calls, like across the, like to a person that's insane. And it would like blow your mind. And then it was like a year later, they were like, okay, so you can just do that now. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess like, yeah. this is the webcam. This is how you do this. Yeah. And then we were like, actually, we don't want to see people that we're talking to. Uh, Let's just text. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just I don't even all text. Wanna, I don't really even want to hear your voice. I don't even really want to text. No. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. I'll see you when I get home tonight. Yes. That's how you I pick wish up the milk. all of my social interactions mm-hmm. were. Oh man. But yeah, I, uh, I watching this movie now, I actually made a comparison where I was like, it's not the dinosaurs fault. I was like, this Jurassic park is like a fire fest had dinosaurs. <laughs> 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 oh my God. I so actually poorly disor- or disorganized. You know what really I mean? Really wish that was, I would watch that movie. Somebody make that movie. Okay. <laughs> There's a bunch of rich people showing up on an Island and getting their shit kicked from dinosaurs. That would be, yeah. Take my money. Instagram <laughs> models would be like, come on, I'm bored. And you're like, yeah. nope. It's just uh, bad, uh, bad cheeseburgers and uh, velociraptors. Velociraptors hunting you down. I loved his corny, the uh, him like corny video that he did where he's like talking to himself. (laughs) Like, I just need a bit of blood and then goes prick on the video. Oh, Dino DNA. (laughs) That's the best. Dino DNA was killing me. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, so great. Killing me because I'm like, that is. you know when you watch something and you're like, whoever wrote this part did this character very well. Because yeah. I believe that this old man who has all this money and all this science thinks this video is a great fucking idea. I'm like, I'm willing to believe that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I pitched things to CBC. I remember how they operate. <laughs> oh, no. And I remember. Uh, but like I've taken rides like that. You know what I mean? Oh, Where it's like yeah. that forced interaction between the live person that can never get the timing <laughs> quite right. <laughs> And you're paying someone like 15 bucks an hour to like sit there and be like, what do you say? (laughs) Oh, how interesting. I love when it's the person that's invested, though. Like if it's, you know what I mean? Because when it's a teenager, you just watch and you're like, no, I get I get why you're doing it the way you're doing it. I would hate my life, too. Like, this is not a fun time. But when it's somebody you can tell they think this this is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like either you are the best actor of all time and you're dead inside or <laughs> yeah. this is your second day. Oh, my God. Yeah. For a guy that, that is that old and really doesn't seem to know what's going on, I'm amazed he didn't hire more people for the computers. I'm fucking amazed. Yeah. I mean, that's where you sh- your money should go, right? Yeah, but maybe yeah, maybe you're, he doesn't understand that he's too far yeah. beyond. <laughs> I mean, I would give that guy. Uh, I don't understand computers. Yeah, oh, you hated the when he was talking about the flea circus though, because I was oh, like really? that as an explanation for why you built this theme park feels flimsy to me. Yeah, I mean, he want it's it's kind of a thing where like he wanted to do it, therefore he did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it was within his power. And like they don't really go into it in the movie, but like the the conceit is like he owns tons of companies and he owns the like the biomedical mm, or bioengineering yeah. firm that created this. And like he but he also owns theme parks and he also owns. Yeah. So like I think it's one of those things where like if you can do it, you can, <laughs> you know, you can do it, do it, do it. If I can do it, I'm going to do it. Um, yeah. And and. The again, not to harp on the book, but the book portrays him as a villain much, much uh, better. Mm. Like he actually is careless, and whereas like it, the way he's portrayed in the movie, he's just kind of a lovable guy who made a mistake. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's like, I want to show them the fleas, <laughs> and you're like, that's not. Yeah, when he was talking about, he goes, yeah, I just wanted to have the give them something they could see and. And experience, and I'm like, I feel like there's a couple steps that we could have made before we got to this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe just start with the roller coasters. And, yeah, and or some penguins or something. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Just there's uh, other things that kids like. <laughs> or animatronics. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh God, that's another part. I just I need to mention this because it is so funny, and we it's completely missed. 
uh, when I saw it earlier, he goes, when they're in that tour with the Dino DNA tour, the lawyer leans over to him and he goes, um, and they're seeing the scientists and he goes, are these, um, are these characters, are they, um, are they, uh, uh, auto erotic? And, <laughs> and he goes, no, 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 no. There's no animatronics here yeah. in Jurassic Park. You're seeing the real people. But I'm just like, you just throw an autoerotic joke into a PG-13 movie? That is fucking balls. That... <laughs> <laughs> And I like that the guy just breezes right over. He's oh, like, I know course. what you're talking about. But because if you reacted to it, then it's cut out by censors, right? Ah, it's just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, you can't acknowledge that that joke was in there, but it's in there. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like the fingerprints line. The what fingerprints? Uh, not in Jurassic Park, but Animaniacs, which is a children's ah. TV show. They go, uh, uh, why don't you, uh, someone says, what is it? Or finger uh, something about fingerprints, and Dot pulls out prints. The singer looks at him and goes, "Ah, eh, I'd rather not." Oh, <laughs> and it's just like, wh- what? That was a children's cartoon. That's great, and that's a visual. Like they, oh, yeah, it's like one of those. Like, how did you get that past censors? It's insane. It's insane. Insane. Well, they didn't say any bad words. That's true. <laughs> And that, for they some reason, is what people it. care about. Well, it's this, it, to me, it's the same concept of, uh, like, why, for the longest time, you could show some extreme violence on television, but no nudity. That's a very North American thing. Yeah. Where violence is fine. We've really, like, made that normal. We've really normalized it. Whereas, like, if there's a tit on screen, it's like, do you, yeah, you get the children, though? Think of the children, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but literally in a PG-13 movie, we saw a guy get bit in half by a Tyrannosaurus Exactly. Like, that's insanely violent. Yes. Yeah. But you can't see, yeah, you can't, there's no, there is no nudity. Whereas if you go over to Europe, they're like, yeah, um... Yeah, tits are fine. Tits are fine. If you sexualize everything, yeah. then be then being naked is sexual and not natural. If that makes any sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and yeah. It whereas just being be, naked is natural, should, and and like, and, yeah, and yeah. maybe not necessarily sexual. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, there it's for just it. my little hippy dippy. Yeah, I'm, I'm there for <laughs> it. Ew, peace and love, my friends. Um, yeah. Anything else we want to? No, do? I think I yeah, think we wrap wrapped it, it. I think in conclusion, uh, pay your workers and don't make them for do, the love of God. And <laughs> technology isn't inherently bad. Uh, that's what I'm going to So uh, before we get to our uh, oh well, we, you know, we got to give our definitive rankings. Oh yeah, of our villains of the week. Uh, do you want me to go first? Sure. All right. So uh, so. I, I was obviously talking about the dinosaurs, mm. right? I don't think they're the villain at all. So I ranked <laughs> them. Uh, I ranked them on the park scale okay. for the dinosaurs. So on a, a scale of a city park with a bench uh, to Disney World, mm. uh, I'm going to rank the dinosaurs a solid Yellowstone National Park because uh, it's big and kind of dangerous. Uh, but that's the point. And uh, no one should really be making an argument that it shouldn't exist. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. Are the dinosaurs there? How about you? What do you got? Um, I've got uh, between an oversized Hawaiian shirt. Is this for Nedry? And, yeah, and okay. uh, between uh, that and uh, shorts in a mosquito-infested plane, <laughs> <laughs> I give it a I give it a white fedora. Nice, that yeah. was stylish. White fedora because uh, you know he's a bit of a dick. <laughs> Yeah, you got some people. Bit of a, yeah, you got you got some people. You you made some wrong steps, but uh, I understand your intention, and I yeah. don't think it was all that bad. Yeah, get your money. Get your money. Get your money. Get your money, Newman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, where we talk about uh, the people who have inspired or disappointed us in the previous week, uh, a couple ways you can help the podcast. Uh, one, uh, go on iTunes, please. Uh, the, the, the subscribe. Um, tell your friends about it. Uh, if you if you really want to help us, uh, it, it costs you nothing. Really helps us a lot. Uh, please just go on and uh, leave us a rating, or better yet, just a couple sentences review because that actually helps us move up in the algorithms and stuff. It could like be that. about anything. It could be about Craig's long body and yeah. how you love it, and you think it's sensual. <laughs> 
<laughs> sensual long body. The sensual long body. Um, yeah, that'll help us a lot. More people know about the podcast. More people will know about my long, long body. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we want more people to discover the podcast, so that would help us a lot. Uh, where else can they reach us, Rebecca? Oh, you can get us uh, villainwasright at gmail.com if you want to send us in our your suggestions or yep. anything like that. Uh, VWR uh, podcast on Twitter and uh, villainwasright on Facebook. You can get out of us there. I promise I will get back to you. <laughs> if you have messaged <laughs> us, we will get back to you. It might not be immediately, but we will do it, I promise. Yeah, we we get kind of busy, but uh, we do love your suggestions. Movie suggestions help us mm-hmm. so much. Um, a lot of these have been... Uh, I think Jurassic Park is actually an audience suggestion uh, from yeah. Twitter. Yeah, so uh, that was great. Um, thank you so much for that. And uh, yeah, now I guess it's time for... The, the hero villain of the week. That's right. Uh, what do you got this week? I've got, um, <laughs> I don't even know how to frame this, but I've got like a old school parenting as kind of like a, a in a negative light, I would say. I don't want to say my parents are villains. Okay. okay. But I want to say that there were one or two things. <laughs> All right. I think you need to just go with <laughs> this maybe, now. You're already into it. That maybe we, we, shouldn't have happened. Uh, I wanna, I'm going to give two examples because this movie, this is what kind of jogged it for me. It was this movie I was watching. And I'm like, these these kids. I'm like, this, this guy doesn't know how to handle these kids. Like, what the fuck's going on? And then I kind of remembered. I was like, oh, I had one or two moments where I was like, what the hell's happening? Um, one time I, okay, one time when I was younger, I, I've only broken one bone in my body ever. And I broke my thumb. Um, and it was like when I was like, I don't know, 11, 12 years old, maybe. No, probably like, yeah, 11 years old. I was uh, riding my bike as fast as I could. And uh, riding, riding, riding. And I was showing my dad. I'm like, yeah, dad, check it out. Look at my new wheels, whatever. And I get caught between the sidewalk and the sod. And I go flying over my front handle. Fair enough, right? I break my left thumb. The problem with this story is, is that um, nobody believed that I broke it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just a kid going, hey, this doesn't feel okay. I don't think this is good. And my parents kept going, it's sprained it's sprained just put some ice on it you're fine you're fine finally by the third day the third day nothing had gone down and uh we went to the doctor finally and my doctor looked at me and went she she goes uh uh yeah it's broken but um it's already starting to set so i can't do anything for it now she's like luckily it's setting all right (laughs) she says i'm gonna give you a popsicle stick and a and a sheet of cloth but that's about all i can do for you now no secondarily (laughs) once i've i don't know why this is but we've never figured it out and it was never addressed and i just think it's so weird now but i didn't at the time i guess when i was 12 years old all of my fingernails fell off I'm not making that up. <laughs> it's no, no. I don't know why. And everybody around me just going, oh, it's, it's probably fine. And I'm not talking like they, they didn't all fall off at the same time, but they've all fallen off at least twice. Each of them. And it was over the course of like a year and a half. And my fingernails just wouldn't keep falling. They just kept falling off. This is this is literally you are describing some people's nightmare right now. And they were just like, like this oh. dream. This is the dream that gets them up every night. You yeah, realize dude. that that is horrifying. Yeah, she. People are just like, oh, you know, it's a, it's like a, people would say the same thing doctors say when they don't know what it is, which is stress. They're like, oh, it's probably just stress. Now that I'm 29, I'm like, I don't think that was stress, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty I stressed out a lot, and my a, fingernails do not fall off anymore. I need to eat, like, a lemon or some broccoli or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know Those. what kind of medieval shit I had, but uh, no, fuck. isn't it's that like, fucking wild? <laughs> that is, oh, God. And they didn't take you to the doctor? Mm, no, I don't think so. My Jesus, are you... <laughs> <laughs> my, I, I lived in, and I love my parents. And my parents are great, and they're really responsible people. I swear to God. But there was, um, because I think because they each like my dad had, I think eleven brothers and sisters, and my mom had seven. Uh, um, it was very much a rub some dirt on it situation. Like you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the mentality of when you got eleven brothers and sisters to take your place is like, eh, you know, we're not gonna. 
Yeah. If it's three of you need to go to the hospital, maybe it's worth the trip. Uh, exactly. And <laughs> I literally, and I'm still the same today where I'm like, oh, I should go. There's things. I should go to the doctor today. You know, like there are things that are happening where I'm like, this probably isn't good. But yeah. For the most part, I'm like, eh, I still seem fine. So we're going to keep going. Fair enough. So, yeah, that's what I got for you this week. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, villainous? I don't know. I don't. I just don't want to call, because uh, my parents aren't villains. No, I get it. But uh, that was questionable. <laughs> <laughs> well, because of your, um, I'm actually going to switch mine up. I had another one prepared, but because of this, I'm going to I'm gonna lighten it off. Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to go with a hero okay. uh, this week. Uh, my hero uh, was sort of uh, karma, the universe, I guess. Oh, I love that. Balancing things out. So, um, uh, this is another, I, you know, if you've been listening the last couple of weeks, I went on a vacation, uh, in February and you had mentioned it, Craig. I know <laughs> it's just, that's what's been going on in my life since I last recorded. So, um, but, uh, there was a point where, uh, Toronto was undergoing a terrible, terrible, uh, ice storm. Mm. Uh, everything shut down. Uh, These are all facts. I was there. For, I was yeah. here for the whole thing. And uh, I was in the Dominican Republic where it was 28, sunny and beautiful. And I actually danced around the hotel room with my girlfriend when we saw the uh, saw the the forecast of Toronto. And we're just generally being real dicks about it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, this uh, so far, not so good. So, so far, <laughs> we're really big dicks. And then uh, the next day, uh, after I decided to be a dick, um, I started having trouble hearing things in my right ear. Oh. And uh, I was like, oh, I just kind of noticed it at night. And I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. It feels like there's like water in there mm-hmm. or whatever. And I was like, but I got up in the morning and it had gone away. And I was like, oh, whatever. So I went to the beach and then like all of a sudden just my ear just shut down. Like I couldn't hear anything. It was like it was filled with water. I couldn't get out. And I was like, oh, well, shit. And it was like that all Thursday. And then I was like, well, I hope it's not like that when we have to fly home because we're leaving the next day. Get up that morning and it clears on its own. It's like, let's go again. I'm like, oh, okay. So it was okay the whole way we flew home. Uh, And then just as soon as we get back, it like fills back up again. And I can't can't hear anything. I was deaf out of my right ear. Oh, that's scary. Yeah, it was super scary. Uh, And then like I go to the doctor and uh, she's just like, oh, yeah, it's just swimmer's ear. You just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, it's it's like forced wax up against your eardrum. But it's like, yeah, you're deaf in your ear. And uh, so I was like, oh, okay, that kind of pays out. I was being a dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like rubbing it in people's faces that I was in a nice sunny place. And I was like, and then the universe was like, which, by the way, I don't believe in the universe. But like, <laughs> but it was still just like, no, nah, you're going to be deaf for the last half of your vacation. Yeah. Plus, it wasn't anything serious. Yeah. So that's also good. Yeah. Uh, and I then can they, see that. Yeah. And then I had to have eardrops for a bit and they squirt some water in my ear and a whole bunch of gross stuff came out. And uh, now I can hear fine. So there we go. So it like, yeah, no lasting effects. But it was just like. No, fuck you. You don't get you, you don't get out of this free. So, uh, yeah, for for disciplining me for my own hubris, uh, thank you, universe. Thank you, swimmers ear. I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> Set me straight. <laughs> uh, and I think that does us for this week. Yeah, that's Jurassic Park, everybody. Uh, Rebecca, where can uh, people reach you? Oh, you can reach me at Rebecca Reads um, or RebeccaReads.com if you would like to. At a point, uh, my website will be completely functional, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said that last time. I say that every time. Um, I can't figure it out. <laughs> and this is coming out on the 21st. 21st. So. so, hey, if you have nothing to do this weekend, uh, hit me up uh, March 24th on the Sunday. I've got a 8 and a 10 o'clock for my album recording at Bad Dog Theater. Uh, please come out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to do my best stuff for you. So hit that up. It's uh, $10 uh, in advance or 15 at the door. Very reasonable. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely go see that. That'll be a fantastic show. And what uh, about you, Craig? Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, uh, Craig Fay Comedy, Facebook, Craig Fay Comedy, CraigFay.com uh, for show dates. Uh, I'm not really sure what I got coming up now, but uh, yeah, uh, that's, uh, yeah, just follow me and, and figure out what's up. <laughs> And uh, that's it for us uh, this week. Uh, thank you, everybody. And until next time, remember the villain was right. <laughs> the villain was right was produced by Andrew Rivemi for the From Superheroes Network. 
For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.